Off the Pitch, 7 to 9 p.m. Welcome back uh, to Off the Pitch at 22 minutes past seven. So listen, we're talking now about how small businesses can adapt themselves to the challenges that most of them are facing uh, during this pandemic. It's a difficult time for very many businesses in the midst of COVID-19. And how then does one pick up the pieces and adapt to the challenges that their businesses are experiencing during this pandemic? And what kind of innovative ways do people need to have to make sure Sure that at least they keep themselves afloat. We want to talk today about the hookup dinner. Get your mind out of the gutter, okay? The hookup dinner. That's not me wanting to hook up with anybody, but we want to hear about the hookup dinner with uh, Dr. Lives Good Mulife, the founder of the hookup dinner. You can imagine, of course, the pun uh, that I, I ended up having to uh, put out there as I say the hookup dinner. Hi, Dr. Lives Good. Hi, hi, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. What is the hookup dinner? What do you do there? Do you it's hook, hook up? up? You hook up. <laughs> like in what it's way? A, it's a hookup, but it's, it's a different kind of hookup. It's it's for plugging entrepreneurs and people with ideas. Mm-hmm. You you happen to have an idea, you need a sounding board, you need people who can validate whether what you're saying makes sense or not, and a, a peer-to-peer community. We happen to be that platform. Mm-hmm. So a peer-to-peer community. So how many people does an average hookup dinner end up having? Hey, we've gone crazy in the past. We find ourselves in a room with 300 plus people. Oh, wow. Um, That's a I lot of people one. to cater for. Yeah. Um, what I like are the smaller ones where you have like 20 people or even 15 people. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. because the, the, the hookups are really intimate. And and what it really is, it, it's, a, it's a safe space for entrepreneurs. <laughs> And anybody who's an entrepreneur or a freelancer or who's got unsecured income would understand that there isn't enough platforms that um, help to hear you out without Mm -hmm. uh, judging you. That is one. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, that helps to contribute to the idea that you have and make it better. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, then how do you uh, hone into the various types of businesses? Because I love that you say it's small business, it's freelancers, mm-hmm. it's a variety really of spaces. How do you make sure, for example, when you have a dinner for people mm-hmm. who come from the broadcasting fraternity like the one that I'm in, you hone in specifically on them? Or do you sort of create an environment that is diverse, that allows all kinds of very intricate businesses to sort of get together? Yeah, one of the biggest problems that I've always known, even before I started SAD, we call it SAD now, it's not the hookup dinner anymore. You call it what now? SAD. The acronym's being T-H-U-D. Oh, okay. You know, like SAD, like a heartbeat. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. It's, it's to it's to demystify the hookup dinner because people end up coming for, for the wrong reason. I thought we were <laughs> talking about that myself, but yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. So what what we often found in the past was that if if you're coming to an engineering networking session to meet with other engineers, there's not enough value there mm. because you're all thinking alike, you all see the, same, the world in the same way. But if you're a media person and you're meeting engineers, you've just expanded your network. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, you've potentially gained a collaborator. 
um, somebody who can plug you into a totally different segment mm-hmm. of the world that you are used to. And you can potentially get work as, as an entrepreneur, as a hustler, you know? Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah. you know, when when these conversations happen, what kinds yeah. of things, when, when was the last one that you had, by the way? It was before COVID. Before um, COVID. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because mm. my my question really re- relates to COVID. And mm. perhaps let me let me just, uh, you know, prick your mind to find out mm. how you as a small business owner feel that other small businesses can adapt to the challenges uh, of COVID, the challenges uh, that businesses are facing now, the kinds mm. of levels of adaptability you need to have as a business to be able to survive this time. Mm. You know what I've loved about COVID? Uh, I call it a blessing, for, especially for, for black entrepreneurs and black people. Yeah. Because, because then we are forced to do the things that we often tweet about. We talk about uh, we must collaborate, mm-hmm. we, we must do community capital, we must uh, turn stock flows into investment um, firms or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's all talk, right? Mm-hmm. Because we speak from a place of comfort. Yeah. But what COVID has done is that it's accelerated everything that we talk about. Yeah. I'm seeing community economies at a level that I've never seen in my life. Yeah. And even for us as that, we've pivoted into that space. And we're fortunate because we, we've done quite a bit in the space of crowdfunding and getting people together. I mean, another company that uh, I co-founded is called the People's Fund. Mm-hmm. And this year alone, we've just done over 100 million rand in revenue. And we, we, we fund small black-owned businesses with their purchase orders to be able to service. And majority of our business, we got it from uh, from, from the COVID era because mm. of um, uh, P- PPEs being required and stuff and entrepreneurs getting the purchase orders but not having the capital mm-hmm. to, to finance those deals. So yeah. there's opportunity and it is endless. I yeah. mean, one of the things that we started in November of 2018 was a stock sale and it's called the People's Stock Sale. We've done over 1.6 million in that. And each person contributes 100 grand. Into, mm. into this kitty mm-hmm. and then we take that money and we're going to do something about it wow. and now with SAD not being able to meet regularly in all the different countries that we exist in mm. we decided that how about we turn what we are doing into a stock sale and again we had to collaborate with other people who had different strengths and when we bring this thing together it would be amazing yeah. you know and and what we've done this time we said would like to buy into franchises as, as uh, you are you you work at FAPC and you have a bit of capital in mm. you and you don't have a way of actually going out to buy a franchise by yourself. But if you found a vehicle that is doing that and it's participating with other like minded individuals, it will be easier to participate in the ownership um, that is number one. Yeah. And also later be able to participate uh, meaningfully and, and earn uh, income from that. And who knows, you could potentially supply into that value chain in the future. So yeah. it, it, it really is about getting communities together to, to talk amongst, to not to move beyond talk and not just talk about here's what we should be doing together as entrepreneurs, but to make it a reality. To and make it the, a reality. You know, the stock sales are there. I mean, they've always been there, yeah. but we haven't looked at them and leveraged them differently and said, how can we use this vehicle in a meaningful way that can actually empower us as, yeah. as entrepreneurs? And, 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 and Stockfells yeah. are multi-million rand entities exactly. in South Africa. Yeah. Exactly. We constantly quote the 49 billion rand uh, industry. We say Stockfells are worth 49 billion rand and, and, and all sorts of things. Mm. But we don't see it tangibly amongst ourselves because mm. we don't have a plan. Mm-hmm. So those of us who do have a plan, it is up to us to make sure that we present the plan to the rest. And then we must walk that tightrope of 
of uh, being consistent mm-hmm. and being uh, transparent with our processes. And then most importantly, being the people that execute on the mandate without fail. Being if you execute, un- people will follow through. Execute the mandate without fail. But then also outside of, you know, the small businesses that we're talking about, a lot of people find themselves now suddenly unemployed, uh, mm. retrenched. They'd never thought of themselves as entrepreneurs before, uh, but mm. they know they have to provide, right? Mm. So any advice to those wanting to start a business mm. in the midst of COVID-19? Because there's a lot of people who, you know, uh, do the drill of the nine to five job, but, you know, mm. secretly have passion to start their own businesses but never had the courage to dare and now yeah. they've been forced into a situation where they have to dare to try. What would you say to those people? You know, it's a challenging one and there's no one size fits all. Mm. But what I can say and, and my personal mantra is that you must lead with love. Lead and the first love. place you must lead is you must lead yourself with love. Um, a lot of us are filled with fear in this period mm. and whenever you are filled with fear, whether you are investing or you're starting anything, you are bound to lose yeah. because you are not able to handle the, the failures that must come with the journey. So I would encourage anybody to think about collaborating with the next person. So what COVID has forced every one of us to do is to think about selling. Mm. So whether you are an entrepreneur or you're not, now you're thinking about your secondary income stream and third income stream. And a lot of people are getting into network marketing. There are people who do who are doing it. One of them is my colleague called Batabile. Mm. She's just amazing. The way that I, I see her recruiting everybody and everybody making money in their circles. I'm like, I, I wish I had that energy, mm. but I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's, it's fantastic talking to you, especially in this, you know, hopeless space of COVID because a lot of people are seeing it very negatively. Uh, but I think you're the first person I've spoken to who's opened even my eyes to the prospect of the positivity that we all potentially can take uh, from COVID-19. So where to from here for you, Dr. Life's good because life is good all the time. COVID or no COVID for you? Life must be good. You must. You, it's, a, it's, a, it's about intention. <laughs> and it doesn't mean we don't cry. We, we cry all the time. Mm. But we must definitely get up and, and find ways to, to, to move forward. Um, what I would like to encourage before I even tell you about my husband is that as, as, as I'm saying that uh, collaborate with other people, do your homework. There's, mm. a lot, there's also a lot of scams in this period. Of course. And people are getting paid out their retrenchment packages. Mm. And because you are... You are operating from a place of fear, you're going to find yourself putting money into things that don't work and then losing everything. And then it just becomes worse. It's downhill from there. Yeah. Um, so make sure that you do your homework and reach out to people like me. I'm, I'm on Twitter. You can find me anywhere mm. on, on, the, on the social media platform. And I'm quite engaging. So I, I, I'm more than happy to, <laughs> I love I'm more than happy to give my two, cent, my two cents bit yeah. as to what you can potentially look into. Yeah. But find people that who, who've got strength where you don't have strength Absolutely. to collaborate with. Yeah. So, so For us, go on, yeah. Yeah. For us, we have, as, as I've said, that we've started this, this new, um, it's called Fat Money uh, Franchise Stock File. Mm-hmm. We, we, are, we are pretty much... Uh, Having a vehicle that is going to buy into franchises, mm. and we we've already we're raising 1.5 million for 100 people, mm-hmm. um, and that stock file is going to turn into a cooperative. So wow. we've reached our 100 people. We are now moving into. I wanted into to be number 100. Don't worry, for the second vehicle. <laughs> yeah. The, the idea really is to help uh, black entrepreneurs to participate in the value chain, and mm. you can't make any decisions on, on, until you are part of the ownership. Um, uh, 
components. So what better way than to use the same vehicles as black people now being stockpiled, turn them into cooperatives, but then bring in people with skills who can actually execute on the mandate and make sure that they bring, they, they, there's a return on that mm-hmm. investment. So that is the journey. And if you would like to get in touch with me on, on that basis, um, again, just reach out um, on Twitter. Um, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. what, what happens now before we get your socials for those people mm. that will want uh, to reach out to you on Twitter or Facebook or all mm. the other socials? Uh, what happens now to Hood? Um, I mean, um, a lot of people are doing a lot of things online. I, I just the other mm. day, uh, you know, uh, I saw I saw some people have a, a birthday party uh, mm. for a kid online. And, you know, it, 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 it looked pretty fascinating. Uh, the kid liked the mere idea that there were other kids there, they yeah. were all dressed up and, you know, uh, she could see them and then there was cake. So what happens to Hood? Because uh, there's a new community that lives uh, uh, online in the Zoom space. Mm. So what happens? When you say what happens to Hood, as in what happens to... As in, are you going to still have the networking sessions online? Oh. Oh, yeah, so for now, this is me. <laughs> you adapt or you die. Mm-hmm. It really is that simple. And since we've moved into the digital arena, um, we're not doing events anymore. We yeah. are, we, we, we're trying to add value where it counts most. Mm-hmm. People don't have the time to sit around and just network and talk nice things, mm-hmm. which is what often happens in a platform like the Hookup Dinner. And this is why we pivoted into turning our, our platform into a stockpile uh, community mm-hmm. where entrepreneurs get together, let's talk about solutions, let's see how we can buy uh, collectively mm-hmm. for the things that, 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 that we are selling to our customers. So that is the conversation that we are driving, and it is digital. I mean, we hold our live streams every Friday, and they've got quite a, a high engagement rate on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, uh, and how you can best measure whether your digital strategy is working or not is whether you're collecting money or not. If you're not invoicing and if customers are not transacting with you, you're doing the wrong things. Forget being popular online and doing uh, live stream videos for the sake of doing it, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. Think about the transaction at the end of the day. And let me give you a, a classical case um, yeah, for, yeah. For, uh, for us. Before, before we started with the live stream conversation, I looked at everybody doing podcasting and I knew that we were in trouble because we're not strong in the podcasting world. Mm-hmm. Then I made a decision that we are going to do a, a live stream every single day for 13 days. So what that did is that it gave us a body of work for 13 days, we, we now we now have a subject matter expert in something, and yeah. we focused on the field of entrepreneurship because that's what we know best. Yeah. We took that, we took it to a brand, we went and proposed to them and said, we've got a community online that is wanting to engage based on, on one, two, three. And that brand was willing to listen. Yeah. We transacted, yeah. got money, and then we went ahead and, and, and did a podcast for that specific brand, invoice. And, 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 and that's what it's about for me. It's like, Think that about I like because I'm not comfortable with, you know, having a live stream and using my own data and ending because it costs a lot of money, right, for me to even have yeah. that, li- that, that live stream and ending up being the loser in the end and giving all of my ideas to the world and ending up mm-hmm. with nothing. Begin with the end in mind. It's very important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So where do people find you on the socials so that they can share their end in mind with you? Yeah, so just look for Dr. Livesgood, spelled D-R-L-I-S-E-S-G-U-D, um, on any platform. Um, you, you will find, like, especially if you look on my profile, you're going to find all the platforms that 
we are busy with. Be it uh, if you are looking for funding, for instance, for your purchase order, you will find it on this on, on, on that same link. I've, I've tried to make sure that it's as transparent as possible. Fantastic. So the next time we'll talk, we'll be talking about you getting that Forbes article and uh, them talking about how you made your millions. So I, I don't w- want to go on Forbes. You'd, oh gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Either way, I think you get where I'm going to. Listen. All the best, and thank you for your time.